0: How are you doing there? It is David from the David McWilliams podcast, and this is a Staycast from ACAST. We're all following the government's advice right now.
1: We're staying in. It's a little bit cocooning, but it's all working. So while you're staying at home, here's a recommendation of another great podcast. It's the Blind Boy podcast. He's an old mate. He's a great skin. He has extraordinarily interesting views of the world. Check it out.
2: Hello everyone, and welcome to our irregular, but we'll try to make it regular, (laughs) podcast. Everything is black and white, when of course everything is black and white. Joining myself, Neil Cameron, is Lee Ryder, and our badminton correspondent, Andrew Fowler, that's your sport isn't it Andy? Is. Badminton, yeah, that, that, that's a sport is it, that's, that's a sport So not <laughs> something po- you do at Butlins when you're 8 that's no. a podcast for another time yes, um, we it's become very popular only the other day about this podcast, <laughs> the great Alan Shearer himself says, I've never listened to it and I never ever will, I'm far too busy a man but anyway, who needs Alan Shearer just now Lee, because Newcastle United are 5th in the Premier League forget Chelsea for a minute because they're going to win the league by about 1000 points and I tell you something, it's it's just going so well, mm. it's jaw dropping, isn't it? And another fine, forget it was QPR, a really really good win on Saturday.
1: Well, I keep going back to the whole situation where with Newcastle, especially under Alan Pardew, we either really good or really really bad. And uh, at the minute, it's really really good. Um, interesting that you know I had a lot of correspondence. Um, from people saying that we, we'd got it all wrong and we were wrong to to write to say that four nil Southampton yeah. was bad <laughs> uh, when, when they didn't win in the first seven games on the relegation zone. Um, but to be fair, we, since they've um, you know, I did predict that would happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we just got we were pitch Vader there. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just think that you know the credit where it's due. They've, they've had the credit and. Um, you know, long may it continue because, uh, as you've said, and I've said, and Andy said, it's easier to write about the team when they're winning.
2: So, I was just waiting for the goal on Saturday. I, I got to that point where you maybe thought, "Oh, here we go," but I never at any th- point, I never thought this is going on too long. It's going to be one of those daft days where it's nothing each, and they haven't done a lot wrong. That happens. I always thought they'd come up with something, and actually, the best player in the park, did. the best put, you've been able to say Sizoka has been the best player in the park probably four or five out of the last six or seven games haven't you?
1: Yeah I think he kind of picked up where Ryan Taylor left off when he went off because I actually thought the first half an hour it was all about Ryan Taylor, I, I thought he was you know, dominating the He's game, brilliant. had a couple of opp- good opportunities um, forced to keep it in a two good saves and I, I just thought that it, it was going to be his day unfortunately again um, has an injury problem and I think the whole. I've never seen the ground just go completely...
2: I'm glad dead. you thought that as well, because yeah. I, I actually felt that. Mm. I actually put a tweet out saying I don't care about the result anymore. I really mm. felt for the guy. Yeah. Thankfully, it's not not as bad as we thought. We all thought the same thing, didn't we?
1: Yeah, I thought I, th- I thought it was a bad one. Um, I think he thought it was a bad one, hence hence the tears. Um, but thankfully, it's not, and hopefully we'll be back on the pitch as uh, soon as possible. The
2: thing is, Andy, I counted... Nine players, first team players. I wouldn't go through them all just now. Nine players you could call first team players. I'm including David Santon, who hasn't kicked the ball in ages. Ryan Taylor hobbles off as well. It's, it's you know, when you look at you look at that aspect of it. For me, this makes this run all the more impressive.
0: Yeah, it, it does, and and I think that's that's the thing. It, it, it was QPR who were bottom of the table relegation zone that doesn't that doesn't matter it does because it's three points where this is a game that Newcastle would have lost last year or like you say they would have they would have hobbled home and, and picked up a point and now what they're doing is finding a way with all those players that team that unity around the team That's the Soko said after the game that actually they can pull results out of the bag when it's needed the big players have stepped up you know they haven't got you know, Perez hasn't scored. Cisse wasn't there. A few players off injured. So Sissoko goes. Do you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll bag my sec- second in four games. Um, and actually, the squad as a whole. Seemed have come together a lot, lot more in the adversity of those injuries. You know, Taylor going off the tears. I, th- I think he thought it was a lot worse than it was.
2: Affected the players actually yeah. up until half time, and I think affected him for the first ten minutes of the second half.
0: And after that, and after that, it was almost you know you saw people as he was going off the high, f- you know, patting on the back and everything. It was that show of unity that we. I don't think we've seen in that team at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Who's the world's most famous badminton player? Um, Lynn the fact
2: you can't answer that right away says all He's, you need it's, to know. It, there's
0: a, a Malaysian and a Chinese guy, the world number one's just got done for drug doping, so that they they ah, are. It's all happening, Isn't it, it? Is, it's, it? we should. It
2: we, we, we're walking down the wrong alley well, all this football <laughs> stuff. Can't simple question can they hang around top five, top six, even top four, whatever, for a little bit longer? Because I know we've spoken, uh, talked about it before. December's a tricky old month.
1: Well, look. They've got a choice and I think what what I wrote in my sort of column a day was that, you know, get through December, see where they are. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not gonna they're not gonna win every single game between now and the, the end of the year as <laughs> much as, uh, as much as I'd like to, to to see them do that because you know there will be there will be days where things don't quite come off for them. Um but I think the choice they've got in January will be if they're still kind of in or around, you know, pushing for it for Europe, they've got a choice to make. Do you accept that you're gonna be safe in the Premier League? Um, and then see how you go and take a bit of a chance or do you bring in two or three bodies and uh, push for that kind of... You go for it, don't you? You go for it. it. It would certainly wet the fans' appetite but will it wet the appetite of the owner and will he make them funds available get two or three quality players and You know who knows? That that's dream big and see if they can push on. That's not even dreaming that big, though, isn't it? No, where they are just now getting a couple of half
2: decent. (laughs) No, not okay, right? Absolutely, but that's not saying. You know, they should go for a bit Ibrahimovic. They see if Xavi wants to come for six months. It's nothing like that. Just get a couple of Premier League decent players, and when everyone comes back, you know. I don't know who, apart from Chelsea, who, who you would, Newcastle would play and go. I'd fear them today because
1: no one else is pulling up the trees, are they? No, it's, it's, you, you look at it, and if Alan Pardew got Newcastle in the Champions League, then you know, manager of the century, I think. <laughs> never, never manager of the uh, season comp- compared to what it was at the start, but you know, it's a manager's only as good as the players he's got available. He's got some people come back, um, which could be, you know, yeah. the, the old. It's like a new signing coming in, <laughs> but you know, add a bit of quality to it, and then if you do get injuries in your around that top four spot, you know, coming out of the out of the winter you, yeah. you've got to be with the chance. Absolutely, Andy, you like a
2: start, don't you? Because you're yeah. a rather sad weasel, yeah. pathetic excuse of a human being. How are good? I don't know. Is a start that how many goals they have not conceded? Seven hours, twelve minutes, yeah. and a defence. I doubt. The same defense has played two games in a row. They may well have done. They've certainly not played three games in a row. That that's, that's incredibly impressive.
0: Well, well, it is. I think the, what's also impressive is the fact that you know Coloccini, who at the beginning of the season we were sat going, I, I was you know I think legs seem to have gone, fought for a few goals. Now we're turning around, going. I tell you what, you know, captain, fantastic until he until he gets injured, which is unfortunate. But, you know, what is it, one goal in, um, I don't know, four four or five games or something against Tottenham the last time, whatever. Absolutely fantastic. And I think, like you say, back to that, that unity, they're actually a collection of players who understand what their roles are. You know, Paul Dummett... Do his a job, go in, go in the middle of the back, and he can do it. Can I just interrupt you there? Because at the end of the game, and
2: they've done this the last few times. You now there's big hugs and high fives and everything in the middle. You don't get that after every Premier League mm. win. You know, teams can kind of go? They give the fans a clap and off and off they go. That that unity. I don't think we should. You we, we, we can overplay that. No. I, that's
0: definitely there. No, no, I think I, th- I think I think it's good, but also it's it's almost that that winning habit, you know, we've done it, it's the same thing, it's going through that process, I, I think, th- you know, everyone goes on about winning as a mentality, it's a habit that like, they get into, good, get into it, you know, if, it, if it's working and everyone's, and everyone's happy pre- and post-game, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it.
2: Yeah, a couple of big games coming up as well, Lee, but if they can get through two away games, West Ham just, just below Newcastle, I know they lost on Saturday, just below Newcastle and Burnley, who have given themselves a bit of a shake recently. Uh, Again, we'll hopefully look at them (laughs) towards the end of the week if we remember to do it. But um, two, I think two trickier games than maybe some people would say, although I'll go back to the point, if you're Newcastle United just now, you're just saying, bring it on. We don't care who it is and we don't care where it is.
1: Well, if you can't be confident after six wins in a row, then (laughs) you'll never be confident. West Ham away... You know, they won there last season. Goodbye, they do all right down there. They've, they've, they've had some good days at West Ham. Um had some bad days down there as well. I think they've got be 8 1 once when Peter Bates ended up with goal. Uh, really? That was, was a long time ago.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, but, you put him in goal and you, he, he's <laughs> the one who'd really stand out if you needed it. <laughs> I think
1: Alvin Martin got, might have got a hat trick and scored up past three different keepers. I know, but you're talking. That, that that might be a one for I need to look up on the stats. <laughs> uh, I, I just think that, you know. It's a, it's a chance to win. I mean, West Ham will be favourites going into the game. Do you think so? Well, the well, oh. West Ham are favourites because I've already checked. All them right, out. okay, okay. On, on William Hill, they are evens to win the game. So, good chance. I'm
2: putting my money in Newcastle United then, which probably means another eight-one for West Ham because my betting has been dismal. What hasn't been dismal though is the football in the East at Newcastle United the last few weeks, and we'll make it continue because it's been really, really good fun, folks. We all. Drone on for even more uh, towards the end of the week before Upton Park and then Burnley. Thanks for listening in.
0: This is ACAST Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favourite shows, and this is one we think you're going to love. Hello, I'm Jeff Lloyd, and I recently had a baby with Ed Miliband.